Thank you for listening to Fashion Africana Podcast. Please be respectful of the intellectual property featured in this episode. Hello, I'm Beatrice Angut Ola, and you're listening to Fashion Africana Podcast. And today I'm speaking to Yana. Hi. <laughs> Yana, could you please briefly introduce yourself to us? Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Jana. I live in Berlin and I'm a journalist and the co-founder of Fashion Changers. Together with Nina and Freni, who are my two co-founders, we created a yeah, community platform for sustainable and fair fashion. And we wrote a book. It was published in March this year and... We are doing lots of events and stuff and bring to, together people in the name of sustainable fashion and not only sustainable fashion, we always talk about justice and fashion and stuff like that. So we want to put out the word there to increase um, yeah, yeah, the impact. Wonderful. Exactly. For you out there, um, Jana is one of the co-founders of Fashion Changers, and it's a digital platform, so you should check it out. Yes. And um, yeah, what I love about, that's why I also invited you, is that you're um, forward thinking and it's about change because we are game changers. Yeah. And what was actually for you the moment when you realized, no, I... I have to do something that is meaningful. Mm -hmm. Can you describe it? How how it went? Yeah. What was the goal? So there was no exit moment, I would say, but um, it it's kind of um, part of my life because I grew up with a very political understanding of 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 life and. Um, of course, when you're a teenager, you're not so into it and you just do your thing and then you grow up and you realize there are some yeah, facts and things going on in the world that are not so, mm. um, yeah, um, not so good. And then I got into all kinds of feminism and started to, yeah, I wanted to learn everything about how um, women's rights are connected with all these topics and um, political stuff like that. So um, I founded a, a feminist online magazine um, together with a friend and we we yeah. dealt with all these topics and mm. then but we also wanted to be cool so we said okay we, we are also a lifestyle magazine and show cool lifestyle stuff and then somehow we realized okay it's all connected you ca can't be just f tell yourself you're a feminist and i don't know consume all the things you did before and don't even think about it so that was my way into um all kinds of sustainable and fair fashion because i realized that behind every clothes there is a person who sues it and most of the time this person is a woman so um yeah i realized i can't I can't consume fast fashion anymore and I want to be part of the system. So I decided to dig deeper in, into fair fashion. And that was the beginning of a journey I'm still on. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and that's, that's how it went, I would say. So I connected um, mostly human rights with yeah, capitalist um, stuff and 
Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'm still on a journey because there's people often think, okay, if you, um, if you, I don't know, change parts of your lifestyle, then it's it's like one day and you say, okay, from now on I do that and that, and then, but it's not like that. Every one of us um, is is moving and um, yeah. it evolves, and um, it's not like you can't do that and that, and then then you're good. So um, it's always we learn and um, we grow and mm. yeah so it's 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 part of a lifetime journey I would say wow mm. that sounds good this is also how how I experience it because if, if you really want to make a change you, you need to feel it you need to to implement it in your whole life not only as you said particular now into into fashion because we we need to really um, rethink and and ask ourselves What are we doing? What is mm -hmm. this all about? And and where should it go? And whom do we want to reach? And 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 this is what I love about um, fashion changes that you ask questions and you you can get also maybe for some companies out there you know it's like oh now they're again asking these uncomfortable questions <laughs> and we have to somehow answer them. But it's about, yeah, politics. And um, also for me, when I started, I was like, I want to be a, a bridge. I want to make fashion in Africa visible here in Germany. Mm -hmm. But the very same moment all became political. And I think this is where we also, yeah, need to be, to be able to, to talk and to talk to the right people, to get our our ideas out there and to, to really um, make a point. So maybe, yeah, can you tell us of some of the projects um, and campaigns you have worked mm -hmm. on? Um, yeah, to give us an idea. Yeah, for sure. What type of work you're um, doing. Yeah, so we um, arrange events um, where people can meet and sometimes it's, for example, for a fashion week, we, um, we were hosts of a fashion week party just to um, have a networking platform for, for people in sustainability and sustainable fashion. Um, but we also did workshops concerning diversity. Um, we did panel talks um, mm -hmm. with all different kind of topics. We, we also talk about, um, for example, money, um, because it's a very important yes. uh, thing in the whole industry and um, no one wants to talk about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, there are very different kinds of projects. And of course, we have an online magazine, which, um, yeah, where we write all year long. And we have contributors who um, um, write articles about all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, so I Good. hope that, yes. that um, shows you some, some kind of... We have um, some insight. Yeah. <laughs> Looks and sounds pretty good. And yeah, and this is exactly the thing. Money, finance, mm -hmm. you know, this is what we all always are looking for and wondering how to do it. Because we, the people who are running platforms, you know, digital platforms, we are humans behind it. And we're giving so much energy into the platform and, and looking up to the people we want to talk to, we want to connect and network with. Mm -hmm. And, and this is also for me always a challenge. So it is for sure. I'm seeing fashion changes. I see you already have great partners and mm -hmm. everything. 
What advice can you give? How how to do that? <laughs> Concerning finance? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not sure if I'm the right person for that. It's But... like, we, I think we need ideas, right? To yeah, get that's concepts. True. Or, that's true. Yeah. So, um, actually, we started like every content creator with um, sponsorships and partnerships um, for content. So um, we do that and we did that, but um, we also realized that this is not enough because you're always depending on a partner, you're always be depending on their ideas and you're not independent. So um, we are trying to focus more on our own content, our own projects, but it's very difficult. <laughs> so for the conference, for example, we... Um, uh, we applied for a, what is it called um uh, uh you got some some fundings yeah you... for funding from uh from the city of berlin so um we did that but it's always like they finance some parts of it so you always have to find an, an other partners um which we did and we are very happy that there are companies and people out there who believe in our ideas because that's one of the most important things um Yeah, but like I said, it's it would be it would be awesome if we could be more independent. Mm. For example, for our online magazine, we also do um, Steady. Um, it's it's a platform where you can um, yeah set up like mini fundings, and people can support you monthly or yearly um, okay. with little um, with little money. It's like um, we start from I think two fifty. To what is five euros okay so and people can decide what kind of um, um support they want to give you um that's pretty nice because it's directly from your readers or your listeners or whoever wants to support you and excuse me just just to have an understanding yeah. so study it's or steady 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 yeah. This is another digital platform yeah. that is included into Fashion Changes. Yeah, if you go platform. to our website, okay. there is like a little pop-up mm -hmm. and there there is like, okay, do you want to support the work of Fashion Changers? And then you can support directly. Okay. Um, that's a pretty nice way, but you need lots of people <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you really want to finance your project. Um, so we are working on that as well. Um, and yeah, of course we have a book, but... <laughs> I can tell you writing books <laughs> won't make you rich or something. So, um, yeah. Yes. So of course it's a good it's a good way to show our work and show um, what we want uh, wh what we want to talk about. But um, yeah. 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 This is exactly <laughs> not bringing much money. <laughs> Oh, it's it's such a pity because it's always about the money. It's always mm -hmm. about the finance, you know. We we have the great ideas out there. We have a network, but we need we need this grant somehow, you know. And I think, um, yeah, we women also we need to talk more about finance and how to yeah. to get that really um, together because this is a lack, you know. I see it also on my end, and and I'm always trying to find solutions mm -hmm. and and that's why i'm talking to you you know because once we think together maybe you know there's there's something um we haven't been aware of and there we go but good to know about steady <laughs> check it out <laughs> yeah do this <laughs> and i mean since you focus on on fashion topics and and of course um yeah political 
Um, I totally forgot something. Like okay. that, that was my word, political, because yeah. of course we are also doing political work. <laughs> And I completely forgot about it. Um, if I just can yes. um, uh, uh, interrupt you for a second. So um, yeah, we are supporting political campaigns who um, who want to implement more sustainable ideas into Uh, the economy and of course into politics um, so for example we um, supported a campaign which is called fair by law and uh, lisa jaspers the founder of, of the campaign wanted or they um, she wrote a petition um, to the german government and said okay i want a law that um labels uh, she focused especially for, um, for fashion but it's Actually, it's for every company who's who are selling products in Germany. Um, I want a law that um, uh, protects ecological and human rights. So um, mm -hmm. that would mean that that uh, companies who sell their products here can't exploit the planet or people um, in for producing these products, mm -hmm. and they had to be res or ha they would have be responsible for the supply chain. So, um, okay. and yeah, we supported that, yeah, very, very much and talked to politicians and wow. went on the streets and um, collected uh, signings or, uh, for, for the petition. And we also uh, forwarded the petition to the BMAS, it's the Bundesministerium für Arbeit und Sozial, um, Soziales. Yeah, it's a <laughs> um, ministry for, for <laughs> work and social yeah. development and yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah, we gave them to the petition. They were like, oh, thank you so much. And blah, blah, blah. We're like, yeah, please do something with it. So and, and it was last year. And at that moment, we were like, okay, we are not sure if this is ever going to happen because um, they are so slow and they are so... Yeah. I'm yeah. caught up in all these administrative yeah, yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's so, and sometimes it's so delusional for you um, because you you have these ideas and you have the people around you who support these ideas and um, but you you can't there's there's like a, a roof you can't go over it so mm -hmm. um, yeah but we did that and uh, a few weeks ago they. Um, published that they want to implement such a law um, wow. uh, even before the election uh, in 2021. So um, yeah, we are really hoping that this is going to happen because this would be a milestone for um, all all things concerning fair and sustainable fashion. Wow. Um, yeah, because of course it's one of the biggest problem that for fast fashion people and um, the yeah. planet are exploited. Exactly. So, so just to wrap it up, so that means that um, companies now are, are basically forced to um, give an insight of yeah. how they're producing, of if they're producing socially, economically, um, uh, in, a, in a good manner and, and yeah. sustainable. So yeah, you do not face this exploitation anymore. And, and on the other hand, It will also support younger brands and, and sustainable brands who have been doing it already oh, yeah, to get access sure. to the market. Yeah, yeah. So the one thing is um, 
what we um, demand is radical transparency because I want to know um, where my product comes from, who um, my, uh, made my product, um, where was the material made and stuff like that. So, um, and actually all, all companies who, um, who are producing in fast fashion, they don't know. They just don't know. Um, yeah. And that's one of the biggest problems because if they don't know, they can't change anything. So um, that's what, what we want, that um, they look deeper into their supply chain and that they um, yeah, have people um, uh, who are caring for, for, yeah. for, these, um, for these steps in their supply chain. And um, that's the one thing. And the other thing is that there are brands out there who already do their best to yeah. produce sustainable um, and uh, yeah, care for the people. And they actually, they have, um, uh, they are... A disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and they, at the moment, they have a disadvantage in the market because their costs are higher, um, and maybe they um, they are slower because they they have to um, dig deeper and um, meet more people and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, of course, there is um, there is no balance in the market, mm. and um, mm. a law like that could correct that a bit. Yeah. And of course, there are also big companies um, who want that law because they want to be safe um, concerning the law yeah because yeah. Um, they just don't know what what is um, legal and what what is uh, what um, or if they can be sued for for mm -hmm. some stuff they are doing in their supply chain yeah yeah so there are many many reasons um, wow. for for a law like that yeah this is amazing I mean <laughs> wow this is really something a milestone yeah, yeah as you said because this is also what I believe if we're not transparent you know anyone mm -hmm. can just do something and just put a label on it and you're not really sure yeah is it true or not so that means then we're going to have also kind of um, um, how should I say um, association mm -hmm. that will be there to take care of it and to to handle this law Yeah. Or, or will it be again implemented into the governmental departments? Because this is what I find are very interesting. Mm -hmm. Are they going to set up a whole new structure for it or they're going to try to implement it? So I think there will be no new structure. Mm. They will implement it um, into their system. Um, and of course, there are many question marks around that law um, because we don't know how um, specific it will be. And um, or, of course, there's this danger that they greenwash it, wash it or lightwash it because Of course, there are bigger companies who tell them, yeah, we want to do it, but um, our standard is like that and that. And so, and of yeah. course, these big companies have power and they have a big lobby. And um, yeah, there is this danger that um, it could be too... Um, Uh, to to downplay to, it yeah, yeah, somehow. Yeah, or maybe, exactly. Yeah. But um, we think so for... At the moment, it's it's a good first step that I said we will do it. Yes, <laughs> so absolutely. We, we focus we, on that, and now um, we focus on 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 the content. So what will be in that law? Mm. And um, of course, there are people out there who have um, uh, who demand certain things, and um, we are not the only ones who yeah. who who are um, campaigning for that law. So yeah, we yeah. hope that there will be something really 
we can rely on. Definitely, because this is important, because if I think of it, since we're here in Germany and um, the interest also for, for Made in Africa is increasing, mm. so um, this law actually should also implement these ideas, you know, to support also young designers who are based here in Germany, but they're producing in Africa, mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's not the same thing. And do you think that in this workflow, will we face also some, some, some more also diversity that, that people who are coming from the different backgrounds will be also invited to address the matters? Or is this also still something we, we need to mm. somehow address and, and make it clear? Because there are different perspectives. What I see now, what needs to be uh, in this law, and so it can work for, for all kinds of yeah. um, brands, young brands, bigger brands. So um, yeah, that's that's a good point for sure. It's a, a good point for every conversation, I would say, because that's ma- one of the main problems that there is not enough diversity in the um, decision processes. So um, yeah, of course that's that would be good. But at the moment, it's like um, the government um, concentrates or focuses on the bigger companies. They already told um, that they will focus on companies with more than 500 employees. Um, okay. So and this that that is one thing we want. We want a law for every company because yeah. um, it's it's not enough to address the big companies and um, and Germany is a country with um, where the the middle companies yes. <laughs> I don't know if there's an English <laughs> the word st- <laughs> but interesting <laughs> <laughs> so let's say companies with um, employees from 20 to yeah. I don't know 400 500 people so um so that's that's one of the big things we we have to talk about um so i don't think that there is any specific thinking concerning diversity and stuff like that and of course that's one of the problems mm. and yeah yeah we we're getting there <laughs> therefore fashion africa now podcast yeah <laughs> we yeah it's it's all about step by step but um it's already good that this law is brought on its way and mm-hmm. um and and it's thought about and 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 the government realized this is what we need and yeah. we really need to be more transparent and it's it's already yeah a good one that's why congrats yeah <laughs> But how would you then describe this, um, um, yeah, global fair fashion movement? And then on the other hand, also now the increasing interest in in Made in Africa. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for sure, in the last couple of years, the interest in fair fashion um, increased and people and consumers are getting more aware. So... Of course, and there is like since two years, like Fridays for Futures um, grew. People are like, ah, okay, there's even more than just food, for example, because the food, um, organic food movement is um, many, yeah. many started many years ago. But um, if you look closely, it's the improvement is always very little yeah. because if you, for example, look for the organic food. Uh, sector it's it's so 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 um little uh, comparing to the conventional food sector so yeah it didn't it's 
it's increasing, but it's not enough. <laughs> That's why we need political action. Um, yeah, but of course we see that there are many young uh, designers and young labels who are who are not um, who are not founding their label because they want to do sustainable fashion. Because mm. for them, it's completely natural to to make everything sustainable and transparent as possible yeah. so um we see that as a very very good improvement because um it's it's um it's already there and society is caring about all these topics but then also the increasing interest mm -hmm. into the made in africa um brands yeah, and and production because yeah. there's something going on there's something going on and it's pretty interesting because if we look back a couple of years um fashion made in africa was always like if you go to these um world shops you know yeah. fair trade and kind of stuff and it was mm -hmm. always like ah that's fashion made in africa like um, third world country yeah fashion. exactly yeah. and it's it was the same with the fair in the fair fashion um uh, uh mo movement i would say because Some years ago, people were like, "Ah, yeah, we we can help them there, and then we can um, sell those products here, and kind of stuff like this whole fair trade idea, which um, deals with very, um, yeah, I don't know, yeah, and uh, yeah, because they <laughs> it's were very it. difficult, um, yeah, and I think this um, changes." Because um, people recognize that there are young and exciting designers, mm. and that there is a market who who are um, who wants who wants to be seen. Mm. So um, I think, and if we look to I don't know the fashion weeks all over the world, of course there is African fashion visible, but it's not like um, it's. The, the normal mainstream you know if you go to a shopping mall here in Berlin it's not that you can find many exciting African designers so there's there's still a, a, a big um, gap between what is going on and yeah. everything is there but it's it's not here um, 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 it's not um, visible in the mainstream so um, Actually, it's pretty much the same with the fair fashion market, I would say. <laughs> so there, yeah. just, it's it's uh, it's all all connected for sure. But um, and I I think and that's what we do with fashion changes that all these toppings I don't yeah. know diversity, sustainability, mm. um, racism, um, mm. everything around that is so connected. And if we would think about all these topics combined and build corporations and. Yeah. Um, I don't know work on these topics together it would be it would be increasing much more yeah. so um I think that that for now it's it's the time to to collaborate and to mm -hmm. think those ideas together and that's yeah. why we started not only talking about sustainable um uh, fashion and we said okay why is there um Why is why is there no diversity visible in fair fashion? Because you say you produce fairly, so where's yeah. your fairness if we can't see all the people who are living on this planet? You know, and um, we started to ask these questions. I would say two years ago, yeah. and um, and it was it sometimes it was pretty tough because 
even if they are fair fashion brands, they were like, oh, no, yeah, I know, but we have to do that and that. <laughs> or yeah, it's the okay. same with um, sizes, for example. Yes, so yes. fair fashion was also always very exclusive and mm -hmm. concerning the size range. Mm -hmm. um, and we said, why is that so? It's not very fair to exclude people when you um, when you produce clothes. Yeah, and so, call yourself fair <laughs> yeah, fashion. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and now I would say, so in 2020, it's, it's starting to connect all the dots, mm -hmm. you know, and I think there's a, a very high potential to um, think those ideas together and to yeah. um, really have an impact. Mm. Um, so, yeah. No, this yeah. is so good. This is also how, how I see because um, if you only do your own thing in your own space, mm -hmm. you know, you only have this one view and you're not looking exactly. left and right, though left and right could support you to get your goal or to achieve even mm -hmm. more. And, and, and I think this is so important for this um, decade that we collaborate, we work together, we, we really make it possible that we, we connect And, and it's so interesting that you, you yeah, you, you're pointing out this question to these mm. companies because sometimes I think they are so into their making that they absolutely even do not realize. And some of them, I believe they may have been shocked, like, oh, my God, what, what have yeah. we been actually communicating? Yeah. Because this is also how I see it. And, and this was also for me the, the, the start with Fashion Africa Now. I was like, I don't see black women mm. in media fashion designers so there was for me a personal need but on the other hand I say there's also a lack in the in the fashion um, uh, uh, understanding of where is what coming from what is made in Africa and that's why we're doing what we're doing yeah, that's true <laughs> we need to keep up the work and we need finance <laughs> Yeah, but it's pretty interesting because, of course, there are very exciting projects out there who concentrate on all these topics. And, um, for example, like I said, the world shops, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think the the kind of fair trade and world shop people are used to know are kind of over and we have to rethink the way um, we work together. Um, uh, yeah between different continents, between different countries. I, I told you from Lisa, who um, started a petition, a fair yeah. by law. She, for example, has uh, a shop in Berlin. It's yeah. called Folk Days. And um, she is working directly with the designers and with the uh, cooperatives um, uh, locally. Mm -hmm. And and it's, it's, it's much more of a working together because... Um, they say, ah, what do you have and what 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 do you need? So yeah. it's not like we want that and that and then we yeah. can sell it here. It's like mm -hmm. it's more like um, what are your um, uh, what are your skills and um, how can you, uh, for example, um, create more jobs and stuff like that. So that's I think that's and then, of course, looking to the design, mm -hmm. um, what design can you create, which is not um like the uh which is appealing to another um audience you know because yeah, of yeah. course it's also um important to um to look for for other markets and consumers and yeah. and to open up 
that that um, little window we are looking at for, uh, concerning, for example, yeah. fair trade. Yeah. So um, I think this is, um, yeah, this is pretty exciting, and it's a, a great way to to work together um, eye to eye. You know, yes. because yes. that's one of the the biggest issues. I would say that um, people in Europe, or especially in Europe look to um, African skills and African fashion uh, the way like uh, um, we are <laughs> we are here and I don't know uh, so developed and stuff like that and what are you doing with your artisanal uh, skills yes. and crafts and uh, mm. it's not like that <laughs> so you can they they have to um, rethink their idea of um, uh, of craftsmanship and of yeah. Um, yeah, design process and stuff like that. So I think that's very important to to um, point out that um, yeah. Europeans' work and designs and fashion is not better or yeah. stuff like that. Because people often think the way... And oh. that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for my words. <laughs> yeah, no, this is so right because... This is also what I experienced. Like, oh, really? Does this have quality? You know, mm -hmm. this is the big question. Made in Africa? Oh, no, it has bad quality because of the impression. And, yeah. and since our background is media, and media plays a huge role. Yeah. And I think um, for me, that was also one one point to say we, we need to create positive images. And when I speak from fashion Africa now I was like we need to create these images that shows a creative scene mm -hmm. and not only the the, the, the poverty that is out yeah. there it's there we know it but um, media is so is so powerful and we are a voice and we need to find um, solutions what do you think how how can we also with our work really I mean you're a journalist so what you're doing is already a, a solution but still um, the, the mainstream, I mm -hmm. would say, um, they're not yet there because our work is still seen, or especially what I do more as a niche, it, it's still young and fresh. Mm -hmm. and, and also, of course, fair fashion now is getting more and more louder because people are aware this is our one planet we have, this is the environment we have to take care of, and especially the young generation. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate the young generation with with their energy and, and really making it clear, we have to live here. So um, what do you think with this mainstream media, how, how can we also find a way to, I don't know, um, address our, our ideas? Or would you mm -hmm. say it's, it's too complicated because the structures they're facing are so established that you hardly can breakthrough <laughs> yeah um i think there are there are different um challenges so the one thing is and that's what we do with fashion changers is that we saw if we put all these people together so content creators journalists um labels designers and um create events everyone is um yeah uh, enjoying um we can increase the impact uh, of 
yeah, of the world of fair fashion, I would say. And we reach journalists who are um, getting excited and see oh, what's going on there. And um, this is interesting. And that's exactly how we did it. And um, journalists are coming to us and want to talk about fair fashion. So that's a pretty good sign. And I think it's the same with um, Fashion Africa now that you can, mm. if they see that there's something going on, journalists... Have, Every journalist wants to have a story. So if yeah. you deliver them the stories, they will mm -hmm. tell um, tell them. So yes. it's interesting you're saying it because on one point I would say yes, yeah. but somehow for me I sometimes wonder because I was also thinking, okay, this is this is a niche. I'm I'm when I when 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 I started and and we we were doing the the shows back in the days mm -hmm. and during also fashion week um, showing designers um, on Africa Fashion Day Berlin yeah the journalists were there the, the, the interest was there because it was something new and mm -hmm. in Germany but if I look at it on the long run now mm -hmm. um, there's still interest and there are certain um, more intellectual journalists mm -hmm. newspapers medias who are really into this But the mainstream, for somehow, I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Mm. We do not speak the same language. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and this is what I'm just lately thinking uh, about, how, how calm, you know. Mm -hmm. But I still do not have an answer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But I think this is the second challenge, that everything we are dealing with um, are also some kind of... Um, society changes and challenges you know um, because we are we have this idea in mind of a of a completely different society and it's not there yet so of course this takes time and it's all also that um if we look back um how I don't know, historical improvements um, uh, grew or how they um Or I don't know, like yeah, yeah. so different. It's different. Side, it, it took many decades sometimes to yeah. to really to really um, manifest. Get, yeah. yeah, manifest mm -hmm. in into the society. So I think, especially now in 2020, there's like a um, there's like a, a what what is this? It's like a peak yeah. on uh, interest and on um, there's so much going on and I think if if this um, movement goes yeah. on and if we we don't um, keep our mouth shut and we we stay loud and stuff like that then we can change something and we um, but it's a slow process and <laughs> yeah. that's like I said it's sometimes so frustrating because. <laughs> Of course, the ideas and everything is there, so yeah. you just have to look at it. And um, but yeah, it's 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 the biggest question actually: how can we reach the mainstream and stuff <laughs> like that? But I think it's like you say, and, and what you do with um, showing role models um, and showing what's there, and yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know, connecting different um, designers, different countries and mm. different ideas. It's it's exactly the right way to go. So I yeah. think that just takes more time. I know that's a frustrating <laughs> answer. I'm so this sorry. Is, <laughs> you know, and this is it. Yeah, as you say, it's 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 true. It takes time. And, and, and I think we, the thinkers, the visionaries, you know, we, we are also ahead our time. 
mm-hmm. because if I look at it 10 years ago, I, I had already this whole idea about, wow, this, this, this whole creativity, bringing it out. But here in Germany, it, it took time until, mm-hmm. and it's, it's still not yet there. We, we still have to seek for brands in retail and we still have to find and, and therefore Fashion Africa Now podcast. <laughs> so, but it's, it's a process and, yeah, and, and that's cool. Yeah, and of course, it's also a systemic, um, systemic uh, challenge. Yeah. Because if you, if you look in, in, for example, the society of Germany, there's so many things wrong. <laughs> there's so much going on. And there we have to build up everything from, um, I don't know, from the school system to the political system. And there's there are people who want to change that, but this yeah develops slowly. And um, we need more people like you or like other creators <laughs> and, <laughs> you. Um, and yeah people who who, who wants to change um, um, stuff like that and then then it will it will change so I'm of course I believe in it if not I couldn't do that work but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. but it's it's, it's a, a process, process. <laughs> <laughs> that's why here we go we have also our two key questions what does fashion mean to you so for me and also or for us as fashion changers we think fashion is kind of a vehicle to um yeah improve certain things and to really empower people because we think that the potential of fashion how we use it nowadays is is, um sometimes wasteless because we see fashion as waste if we if we are honest and but we believe that there is so much potential to uh, empower people all over the world who are designing fashion who are creating fashion who are producing fashion and of course it's not only the producers it's also the the people um for example in germany um who of course, the consumers who wear fashion, they could be empowered for sure. I believe, I believe that that fashion is a very good, um, thing to, to show yourself. But, um, of course, the, the creators here in Germany, they can uh, empower other people. Like we met, um, fashion designers and producers who are working with people who are, um, um, uh, uh, unemployed for many many years and no one wants to employ them because there's there's so so long time ago they worked so they took these people and say hey um can you sue maybe and they were like yeah of course i can sue <laughs> so because i repair all my stuff by myself so yeah. and ideas like that so you um you can see potential in people and empower them with the vehicle of fashion so yeah. i think that's a great great idea absolutely and how do you define your role in this movement with with movement i mean where we are standing in this decade and fashion Mm. bear name it but how would you yeah that's a tough one define (laughs) your role (laughs) that's a pretty tough one um i think with fashion changes we always uh, look a little deeper and try to connect all the dots and um, maybe sometimes we 
we have uh, more like an overview like um, sometimes yeah. when people just look at their field and yeah. <laughs> like you said before they don't look left and right we try always to look left and right which is pretty exhausting <laughs> but <laughs> it's also worth it I think yeah. um, so I would say um, maybe we are some kinds of uh, some kind of um, uh, pushers <laughs> I don't know we push people to yes. get better and to this is, good. <laughs> this is what what we need because sometimes people also need this push or or they even demand for it but they're even not aware yeah push yeah. it is good <laughs> but I, I really want to say that I think it's very important especially for sustainability that it's not um with um how do you say it in English uh, with a hope and zeigefinger Ah, so it's not like coming with, uh, coming from 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 the top, looking yeah. to the bottom. Exactly. Like, like this is actually also what it's supposed to be because the system already did that mistake coming yeah, from true. the top. You know. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of misleading because some people think that um, all the environmental movement and the sustainability movement they are kind of arrogant because they have these strong opinions and sometimes radical ideas and of course if you just look at it sometimes it's a little bit of, ah we should talk about certain things and of course it's 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 always a question of privilege and stuff like that so um it, all kind of stuff we didn't even talk about today but um yeah i think it's it's so that's why i think it's very important to 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 always remind yourself about your own privileges about why you can talk and deal with sustainable fashion and yeah. um, why other people can't um, so that's very important also in our work um, with fashion changers that we um, remind ourselves and others um, to yeah. think about all these things yeah yeah this was a good answer <laughs> yeah i believe for societies it's not always easy mm -hmm. depends where you're based and what also your family situation is you know the way you were socialized and 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 i think this is also what needs to be clearer out there that yeah. there are different courses why things are like that And I think um, what I really believe into the, the next generation, they have a way of, of communicating. We are all humans. And I think this will bring us really a, f a step forward if, if we try to think as, as, as human and, um, and not come up always with these yeah, differences, uh, backgrounds, nationality, sexual orientation religion yeah people sometimes think oh you people in fashion you're just dealing with mm -hmm. fashion and clothing i'm like sorry we we <laughs> have topics because it's it's political it's it's it's, it's more political yeah for sure it's clear we we are a niche still the ones who are having this vision and who are approaching and and being uh, bold Because you need to be bold at one point. <laughs> yeah, bold and brave. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, wow, this was good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And I felt so honored when you asked me. I was like, why should I be there? <laughs> yes, exactly. This was so fun. Yeah. Because we need different perspectives. Yeah. And this is it. 
it's Fashion Africa now podcast, but it's about a global perspective, mm -hmm. different backgrounds, different experiences, you mm -hmm. know. Cool, you did it. She was here. <laughs> so you have been listening to me, Beatrice, and Yana from Fashion Changes. Maybe just tell us again quickly, we can find your website where? It's on fashionchanges.de and you can follow us on Instagram. It's at fashionchanges, pretty simple. So yeah, hope you see you there. Cool, you see? Thank you. Thank you so much, Beatrice, Beatrice, Beatrice. You're listening to Fashion Africa Now podcast. We humbly ask you to respect our intellectual property. We want to leave you inspired, informed, educated, connected. This is who we are. Fashion Africana Podcast. Get in touch with us on fashionafricanow.com.